0: Hello and welcome to the Reconnect Sisterhood podcast. My name is Natalie McCandless and I'm the founder of Reconnect Sisterhood. Reconnect Sisterhood exists to empower women to reconnect to their values, identity and confidence in a way that is kind, compassionate and accepting of who they are. We know that by breaking down what is holding us back and by building connections or a community or a sisterhood, it can help us to give a foundation on which we can grow. You are good enough and we're here to help you see it. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode two of the Reconnect Sisterhood podcast and today we're going to be talking all about confidence. It is a skill and it can be nurtured and developed over time and I see many women who feel that I'm just not a confident person or I'm naturally not um, an extroverted person. I'm an introvert and therefore I don't have confidence. But actually many, many women struggle with these insecurities and we can learn to build our confidence and still stay true to you. So the first step on this journey is self-awareness. So taking the time to explore who you are, So your values, you can go back to episode one and go through the values podcast um, or you can go onto the website and you can download the freebie which helps you to dive into your values. So you can also explore your strengths, your passions, what makes you unique, what brings you joy. Embracing your individuality and honouring your authentic self is the way to go in terms of self-awareness. In terms of confidence, in the realm of CBT we understand that our thoughts have significant impact on how we perceive ourselves and our abilities. We can end up with negative thoughts like I'm not good enough or I'll never succeed or I'll never be worthy and these can really dampen our confidence and hold us back. But what we can do and what we do learn from CBT for example is that we can challenge those thoughts and replace them with more helpful and more realistic ones. The next step that we do is we start to gather the evidence that supports our thoughts. So for instance, if we're going for I'm not good enough, let's have a look at the actual real life evidence, not what we think it is, to support our thoughts. So when our confidence takes a hit, we can step back and we can ask ourselves, what's the real evidence here? And it can really help us to uncover some biases, distorted thinking, Things that could be skewing our perception of ourselves. So it's really, really important when you're doing this, it's evidence. If you were to be in a court of law, what would the factual evidence be, not what you felt about it? And that can really help to arm us with a fair and realistic view of ourselves. And then we can then hopefully be able to build a stronger foundation of confidence off the back of that. But then the next step that we do is we take action. And this is where everything really changes. So you can start to align your behaviours with your values and goals. So it's like flexing our confidence muscles and taking small tangible steps towards where we want to be. The most important thing is that confidence is not about being perfect. It's about embracing who you are, your imperfections, your vulnerability and allowing yourself to take risks to step outside your comfort zone. Taking risks is something that's really, really important when changing behaviour and building confidence. We can't go around it, we can't go over it, we have to go through it. And each accomplishment becomes a building block. So strengthening our confidence each and every time and propelling us forward One of the things I always suggest to people, and I'm always going to be there doing it as well, is celebrating you and celebrating those victories, celebrating the small, tiny steps that you're making, as well as the big steps. So every time that we're taking these nudges, these steps towards ourselves, really celebrating. And something else that really can help with confidence is self-compassion. Being kind and compassionate towards ourselves is so important when we're talking about confidence. We are all human with our imperfections and our quirks. Embracing our true selves and treating ourselves with love and acceptance boosts our confidence like nothing else. So really starting to navigate around that self-critical voice and trying to help yourself with a more gentle, supportive, kind and compassionate approach. And also when we're talking about confidence, we really need to talk about the impact of the patriarchy and societal symptoms, which influence women's confidence. And I think we also need to note that the impact of the patriarchy and societal symptoms have a huge influence on women's confidence. So the patriarchy is a societal system and it's historically favored privileged men while placing women at a disadvantage. It's an unequal power dynamic and it has many, many consequences, including the imp- impact on women's confidence. So, from an early age, from birth, we may be exposed to these messages and societal expectations that undermine our sense of self worth or confidence. I've got a really good example of this in terms of how my son and my daughter were treated differently. People will tell my daughter to be careful when she's climbing a tree and tell my son, you can do it. And I know that people are trying to be kind, but we are socialised very, very early into gender roles. And also, these messages that we have can manifest in various ways. Unrealistic beauty standards, gender stereotypes, limited opportunities for women to thrive and succeed. And as women, we navigate through different stages of our life, and we continue to encounter so many challenges that can erode our confidence over time. Whether it's the pressure to conform to societal expectations, juggling multiple roles and responsibilities, or facing discrimination in the workplace. These experiences can chip away again and again and again at our self-belief. So the culminative effect of these systemic barriers can leave women feeling undervalued, invalidated, and struggling to assert themselves. But recognising the influence in these systems is so, so important in understanding why we might struggle with confidence. It's not about blaming individuals, but actually acknowledging broader societal structures that are at play. By shining a light on these issues, we can work towards dismantling the barriers and creating a more inclusive and empowering environment for women. Once we know this, it can actually play a vital role in challenging and overcoming the impact of patriarchy. When women are provided with the tools, resources and support to develop their confidence, they can reclaim their power and rewrite the narrative. I'm not saying it's easy. It is so, so difficult to do. But by fostering a sense of sisterhood, promoting self-acceptance and advocating for gender inequality, we can really inspire women to embrace their unique strengths, challenge societal norms and build unwavering confidence. So this, for me, is why it's essential to create spaces where women can share their stories, celebrate their achievements and uplift each other. By amplifying women's voices, challenging gender biases and promoting inclusivity, we can cultivate an environment that fosters confidence and empowers women to break free from the limitations imposed by systemic structures. So thinking about actually what's holding us back, let's stop blaming ourselves let's actually also acknowledge that there are systems in place that are keeping us where we're at and that fostering this sense of unity and working together is really going to help us to be able to take this system down, dismantle it and be aligned with ourselves and feel confident in who we are. But along this journey, things like self-care are so vital to us We need to be able to really take care of our mind, body, soul and something that you can do to help build your confidence is prioritising self-care practices that replenish your energy and boost your confidence. Whether it's engaging in physical activities, practising mindfulness, indulging in hobbies that bring you joy, make self-care a non-negotiable part of your routine. Put it in the diary as if it's like a meeting with yourself and commit to it. So remembering also that building confidence is not a linear process. There'll be setbacks and moments of self-doubt, but don't let it define you. Surround yourself with a supportive sisterhood, a community of like-minded women who uplift and inspire each other. Together, we can conquer any obstacle that comes our way. So I'm going to leave you with some tips now of things that you can do in order to build your confidence today, tomorrow, in the weeks to come, months to come. So number one, set small goals and celebrate achievements. So breaking down big goals into smaller achievable milestones. Each time that you accomplish a goal, celebrate it and recognize your progress no matter how small and use it as fuel to build momentum and boost your confidence. Number two, step out of your comfort zone. This one's really important to be able to challenge yourself to try new experiences or activities that push you beyond your comfort zone. It could be speaking up in a meeting, taking a class subject that you're curious about, just pulling on a thread, or engaging in public speaking. Each time you step outside of your comfort zone, you'll realize your capabilities and gain confidence in your abilities. Number three, embrace failure as a learning opportunity. Instead of viewing failure as a setback, reframe it as a valuable learning experience. We all make mistakes and setbacks are part of natural growth. When you failed at something or feel that you failed at something, analyse what went wrong and help yourself to extract the lessons from the experience and apply those lessons to future endeavours. Embracing failure as a stepping stone to success builds Not only self-assurance and confidence, but resilience. Number four, seek support from a mentor or coach. So having someone who believes in your potential and provides guidance can be invaluable in building confidence. Having someone there who can offer advice, share experiences, provide constructive feedback can be so helpful. And also their support and encouragement can help you to gain perspective, overcome challenges and develop your confidence. You can also engage in the therapist as well. That can be so invaluable of being able to connect to you. Number five, take care of your physical well-being. And I really don't want to sound like I'm sat here lecturing, but it's so important to be able to engage in regular physical activity. Be walking, can be anything, but actually that can be really a supportive self-care. And there's so much research that's gone into how exercise helps us with our mental health and confidence and also prioritizing yourself with things like sleep and nourishing foods it's so it's one of the things that I do most with people that when everything is really really chaotic and really really complicated I go back to basics with people okay so are you sleeping enough eating enough drinking enough getting outside enough literally those four things are the things that I go back to again and again with people Okay. Number six, practice self-care. So carve out that time for activities that recharge and rejuvenate you. Self-care isn't just having a nice bath. It can be spending time in nature, engaging in hobbies that you love, practicing mindfulness, reading a good book, going to the theatre. Taking care of your emotional well-being helps you to boost your confidence And helps you to cultivate a mindset that feels more aligned to you. Finally, support another woman. So this could look like if you know someone in your network who you think could be helped by another woman in your network, connect them. You can do that. That's that's one way of supporting another woman. We all need each other to be able to raise and lift each other up. This can also boost your confidence as well. And also boost confidence in other women when they look at you. And if you are doing those connecting and you are supporting other women, you will also have people supporting you as well. So there we go. Those are my tips that you can do today, tomorrow, next week, hopefully in an ongoing way. I hope you've enjoyed this session on confidence. Confidence is something that I could talk about all day long because I know that how much it affects women. I know how much it affects me. I don't wake up every single day feeling confident. I don't, not at all. I might know the tools and the techniques, but I'm also a human being and I have rises and falls with my confidence. We have so many things that impact our confidence. And I really don't want you to get caught up on I have to do all of these things in order to make sure that I'm confident. You are you and you know you best, better than anyone else. So do the things, pick the things that support you and leave the ones that don't at the moment. That's the important part. And feel free to connect with me. You can find me on Instagram. You can also connect with me on my website as well. And I would love to hear your stories of confidence. I always, I love connecting with people. This is what Reconnect Sisterhood is all about. And let's share, let's share those, those stories. Let's share the things, our little wins, the things that we've done. Bye.